So in this episode, I want to discuss emotions and the job, whether you are working in a corporate setting or you're working for yourself as a freelancer. We all deal with emotions, whether they are our own or whether they are someone else's that are projected onto us. Or maybe rather than projecting onto us, someone's coming to us for help, to vent, to you know, just let go of their stress. And if they're doing that with you, hopefully they feel that you're a safe place to do so with. The reason I want to bring this up is because we all have days that are more difficult than others. We all do so much and it can pile up. It can pile up so much that it becomes overwhelming. I used to have a very difficult time controlling my emotions in the workplace. And so what would happen is I would read an email and I would immediately just be so enraged at whatever I heard or I thought I heard in the email, whether it be a quote unquote tone that I perceived that person to be giving or whether I just didn't like the email or the contents of the email. Um, A lot of times we take things personally on the job and they're not necessarily personal. Sometimes they are personal, but honestly, a lot of times it's not, especially if it's an email. We all use terminology in emails and in texts that can be misconstrued and are often misconstrued by the person reading them. So what I had to start doing is stepping away. I would walk outside if I felt like I was responding to an email a little bit too dramatically emotionally. Um, I would walk outside or just walk around, take a few deep breaths, come back to it because I had responded a few times in a professional setting and I would respond with a very snappy email back. And I felt so terrible later on when I realized I had read the email wrong and that I had overreacted, that I had to literally go up and apologize to people. Now, luckily, I wasn't in a position where, you know, I got in trouble formally for that. Nobody actually told any superiors or anything like that, which is good, but I personally felt guilty. So I forced myself to go up and apologize to those people. Luckily, they didn't feel like it was a big deal. And so it was, you know, a little blip and we moved on. But for me, that was a very big deal. So I knew then like, I have to control myself and I have to learn how to deal with these emotions that come up and put them into perspective and respond, maybe not right away, maybe delay the response so I can think about it, come back, be professional, be courteous, um, or just in general, read it again and see if I'm interpreting it correct the next time I read it. So that's a very common example that most of us, I think, can relate to um, being at work, whether it's because we're stressed out to the max or we're just having an emotional day. But understanding that we can feel that way, we also have to think about it from the other perspective, right? So if someone else is having a bad day and they take that out on us professionally, obviously that's not okay. You shouldn't have to deal with that. However, in certain settings, you can address it professionally while de-escalating the situation and 
part of that, you know, if it's in a group setting, then you might have to be a little bit more direct or you might just want to not say anything depending on what's going on. So if it's like a little snap, okay, those are easy to just roll over, move on, continue talking or continue listening if it's in a group setting. If it's direct, directed at you and it's very bold and it's in front of people, sometimes the best way is to just address it head on. Um, as an example, I had a meeting where someone was clearly being very emotional on the call. And um, in accounting, we have a lot of discussions that revolve around internal controls and allowing the system to be that internal control is very important. In this particular meeting, it was a group session with a lot of people on the call um, within the company and outside of the company. So we had consultants on the call as well. And this person, um, was leading one of the departments that was involved in this project. It was um, a purchasing department and she was just very emotional. She was, she felt very threatened, I guess, in the meeting. And she was very upset that I mentioned that the system should be built out in a way that um, includes her department. So where, you know, if they need an approval for something, that approval should be built into the system, just like it is for every other department. Well, she took a very, very big offense to this, and she felt like I was attacking her and saying that her team was being dishonest. And she was very vocal about it to the to the point of raising her voice. Now, mind you, this this meeting was being recorded, so that actually worked to my benefit in this circumstance. But what I did was I immediately, I stopped her and I said, I am not attacking you. I am not saying that, you know, your team is doing X, Y, Z. And she responded and she said, yes, you are. So being that she responded in such an aggressive manner towards me, and this is a professional group setting, um, at that point, I was very offended, right? And I was feeling myself get emotional. So um, someone else ended up taking over the conversation and trying to reiterate basically what I said and letting her know that, you know, I was not making this like specifically towards like what her team may or may not be doing. He did a great job at kind of like trying to mediate. But at that point, it felt like there was no win. And the only way to go at that point was to escalate that she there was no de-escalating basically the situation because you couldn't tell her anything you know um so what i did i ended up just ending the call luckily it was a virtual meeting and i ended it on my end obviously i wasn't the leader of the meeting so everyone else continued to talk and i don't think they realized i even left the call until probably about 30 minutes later um so the good thing is i you know i cut out. I said, you know what? I need to back off. I need to go somewhere else and clear my mind because I was getting emotional at that point. And then the benefit though that I received from that is that I was able to actually go back and listen to the call again. And surprisingly to myself, I thought that I had been much more aggressive on the call than I was. And I was pleasantly surprised because obviously anybody could go to that recording 
and listen, you know, whether it be superiors, the CEO of the company, the CFO. And so I was nervous. I was like, did I do something wrong? You know, I was second guessing myself. So because that call was recorded, I was able to go back and reflect based on what actually happened. So sometimes you deal with people that are just so emotionally charged that there is no winning that situation. And sometimes you just have to walk away. If that was in, in person, I probably would have just gotten up and walked out of the, the room. And no one would have said a thing. You know, they would understand. And in a professional setting, you don't have to sit there and take the aggressive attitude and accusations towards you. Um, if someone else is being irrational, it's not your responsibility to sit there and take it. Um, and, and I would live by that, whether this was my superior or someone else, like I always had it in my mind. If anyone felt like they were bold enough that they could do that and they thought that they could talk to me that way, I will literally get up and walk away. If that was my superior, maybe that's the last day I'm working there because to me, that is unacceptable. Now, there's other situations where someone else might just come to you to vent. I've had this happen to me as well. And over the years, you know, I've kind of become the voice of reason and the, the person that people can go to to kind of get a different perspective on a situation um, because I'm not involved necessarily directly in the situation. Maybe I've seen some of the things happening or heard some of the things happening. So I've somehow become this kind of gravitating force where people will just kind of randomly come talk to me about their problems. And I don't mind it. It's kind of, to me, it's, it's a compliment because that means that I'm projecting a, a calmness or a maturity that they feel like they need to lean on. And I'm okay with that. That being said, um, not long ago, I actually had a woman, uh, we were all on a group call. Also, this was a virtual setting as well, because after COVID, um, a lot of us have not gone back into the office environment and I am one of those people. So I do a lot of virtual calls. Sometimes I'm on video, sometimes I'm not. This one I was not. So um, there was a, a woman that was very, very frustrated in, in the company and she was voicing her frustration on a very big call with a lot of big wigs like the CEO, CFO, pretty much everybody. She was emotional and she was angry and she was not hiding it on this call. So something about this call, uh, because I usually have something to say in some of these calls, usually I try to be a bit positive because I don't want to be the negative Nancy, um, especially on a group call with like everybody on it. And so something happened, you know, based on how she felt I responded or how I carried myself, I guess, in this meeting, immediately after the meeting, she called me. And mind you, this is not someone I had ever even spoken to before. We hadn't sent any emails or chats, um, nothing personal, no like camaraderie at all. So this was to me completely out of the blue. But she called me and she just started telling me all this stuff and she, you know, asked my opinion. And I was very careful because when you're within a company at a corporation, if you are on an electronic device that they own or that they manage, um, all of that stuff is recorded. And so I was very careful 
to not say anything to her that would implicate that I was encouraging her to be any type of way. So um, that being said, I also recognized that she had a lot of emotion going on and she was struggling. And so I basically told her my take on it. And, and it, sometimes it's, it's the harsh truth. You know what I mean? I wasn't telling her what she wanted to hear. Um, I did tell her basically she's putting a target on her back because that's what she was doing by being so emotional in front of everybody consistently. Now, if this was, you know, the first time I would say, okay, you know, you had a bad day. Uh, you know, I, sometimes people have bad days and everybody knows that. But if you start to become the person that's angry all the time, the person that's constantly causing problems or constantly voicing frustration on calls, you are basically painting a target on your back um, when in terms of, you know, corporations. That's just how it works. Um, you don't want to bring yourself a lot of negative light like that, especially back to back to back because you become that person. And so I just basically expressed that to her. But I also expressed my understanding at her frustration. I let her talk it out. And I basically was like a sounding board for her in the beginning. So I didn't just come right out the gate with a whole bunch of advice like, oh, you should do this or you shouldn't do this. It was, you know, I listened to her. I let her vent. I let her say her piece. And then I, you know, I, I voiced it back that, hey, I understand. I get it. It's frustrating. But at the end of the day, this is what you need to do to survive in this kind of environment. Because at this point, it was based on, it was basically at a point where you need to survive. You need to keep your job and either you need to keep your job or you need to find a job that's better for you. I didn't say it that directly, but I basically said like, we're all in charge of our own happiness. And if something's not making you happy, you need to figure out how to either get through it and deal with it or figure out a better option, right? So anyway, I wanted to just bring this up because I know we all deal with these different situations and I haven't dealt with every situation in the book, obviously. I mean, luckily I haven't dealt with, you know, bosses yelling at me and getting crazy with me. Um, people have been very professional with me, but I think I've already, I've also done a pretty good job at setting boundaries for the most part. I tend to have a track record of being assertive and a little bit intimidating. And I think that stems mainly from just me being very confident in my knowledge. And I don't try to speak on things that I don't know about. And if I don't know about it, I'm the first one to say, you know what, I'm not sure. Uh, please tell me about that or let me look into that. So I'm not so confident that I just, you know, exude this arrogance, um, but I'm confident enough that people know that when they speak to me, it needs to be professional. It needs to be respectful. Obviously, I've had people push me, you know, usually in my, in my younger years, I had some people just not like me for one reason or another. Usually it wasn't anything that was professional related. It was usually like a personality thing. I'm pretty social in, in most settings that I'm in. Sometimes, you know, I think like anybody, I can 
pull back and just be to myself. But if I have to be in a social setting, I feel like I do pretty well. I'm pretty nice for the most part. I can be a little bit chatty um, to try not to be because that can be a bad thing too. I tend to just talk a little bit more than I should, give a little too much information when I shouldn't. So I, I try to tone it down a little bit when I can recognize that I'm doing that. Um, but that's usually also an emotional thing, right? So sometimes we don't realize it, but we're like overly excited one day or overly energized. And so that can translate into how we talk to people and they can judge us for that. So it's, it's important to keep a lid on even the positive energy uh, because people can take that in a really bad way. If you're, if you're too chatty, especially as a woman, um, you can just be looked at as like flaky or maybe even crazy if it seems a little bit not normal. <laughs> so at the end of the day, uh, we're all human. We're all going to be a little bit emotional sometimes. We just have to learn to put it in check. We have to learn to adapt and we have to learn how to recognize that in other people. Um, it, I know it's a lot of kind of psychology behind things, but psychology is very beneficial in any kind of working environment. And this, I know I've been talking about like a corporate setting, but this goes for every conversation you're in. If you're a freelance, it's even more important that you can control your emotions and learn how to adapt to other people's emotions to an extent. Because when you're freelance, you rely on that money coming in. And if you have an altercation that there's no coming back from it, then you could lose that client for good. And then you have to work 10 times harder to get a new client. So hopefully this is helpful for any of you that might struggle with either being too emotional sometimes or taking on other people's emotions. Hopefully this helps to give you some examples of some current boundaries you might want to set with your clients, with your coworkers, with your bosses. And sometimes we end up actually getting to the point where it's too little too late and we just need to move forward, maybe move on. We've already burned that bridge. So let's move forward and learn how to not burn bridges in the future. 